0: I'm TJ Tulloch, and welcome to Unnecessary Noise, the show that has everyone that tells me, "Uh, you have a great voice, you know, you should do a podcast, thinking twice after they've listened to it. Now, you can follow me on Instagram, Facebook, Snapchat, the whole shebang. TJ Tulloch, I'm not trying to hide anything. And uh, I want to dive right into it right now because uh, if you're in BC, British Columbia, like I am, that's British Columbia, Canada. Just saying, we might there might be another British Columbia in another part of the world. I know there's a Columbia, and I know there's a Britain. There's a Great Britain, in fact. So who knows? There might be a Great British Columbia. I know we're beautiful British Columbia, and I think we're pretty great as well. So maybe Great Britain and Columbia came together, made a baby, and therefore you have the Great British Columbia. That made absolutely no sense. Uh, But we have a new government. It is an NDP majority government. If you don't know what the NDP are, you probably don't live in Canada. They are the new democratic party. uh, And they make up a majority of our provincial government. And the way our provincial government works is very similar to... Like, the British House of Commons, I would say, like, the U.S. House of Representatives. It's a proportion- <laughs> prep-up, prep-up, proportional representation. There we go. It was like starting a car. Trying to hit that P is like trying to start a car for me. <laughs> <sighs> <laughs> 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 proportional represent, <laughs> Proportional representation. <laughs> resp- <laughs> resp- I'm slurring all over the place. As you can tell, it's been a while since I've been on, on mic with you guys. Most of the time I'm doing the announcing gig and it's, uh, attention, everyone. Uh, Welcome to... Insert Athletic Park name here. Home of Insert Sports Team. Haven't been doing that much, but I've been getting back into it. Slowly, the restrictions are lessening and we're able to do a few more sporting events. Not too many, but a few. But yeah, we we got a new government in B.C., Kind of exciting, kind of not. Still more of the same. Same party got elected. Still the same premier. That's right. We have a premier, not a governor. A premier. 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 And uh, and, uh pretty exciting. I think a lot of it has to do with Bonnie Henry. You know, she has been the face of this government. And really, she's... What is she, the medical officer? I don't know if she has any political affiliations. But, you know, seeing her kind of reassuring everybody every day with these daily updates on who's got the virus, how many people are. They're these new super spreaders of the virus. The virus. Uh, super spreaders. By the way, terrible name for mass, uh, mass places to contract the virus. Super spreaders. We can come up with a better name than super spreaders. I wasn't even going to talk about this, uh, but a super spreader just sounds way too close to super shredder and sounds like either a super villain or it sounds campy. You know, a, a big sale. You know, super shredders, <laughs> super shredder. I'm saying it wrong now too. Super spreader Sundays. Come on down. You know, I, I we could do better. As a country, we can do better than calling them super spreaders, because spreader is a terrible word too. I think that's the other thing too. Spreader does not sound like a word that you would generally use in the English language above the age of eight, right? Once you start saying, once you start saying spreader, and like, and when you're like nine or ten or even going on into high school, eh, people are starting to question. Your ability to uh, communicate, to speak English. We got a super spreader. <laughs> I, I just I don't think. I think we can do better. Like, what what can we t- call it? Maybe, um, mass contraction. No, that sounds like sounds like a really uh, bad someone in pregnancy that's just having a really bad contraction. Like, right before the baby fires out. I don't know. I've never had a contraction. This random train of thought has gone off the rails. But, yeah. Mass contraction is also a bad idea. Super spreader I is better than mass contraction. Um, but area where you can get the virus more might even be better. I don't know. I just feel like super spreader just alliterates way too, way too well. I shouldn't like saying super spreader. I shouldn't want to go to the super spreader place, but I do when I hear super spreader. I want to go to super spreader. Yeah. Sounds like a discount cream cheese factory. Come down to the super spreader. We got all the different flavors. We got your herb and garlic. We got your smoked salmon. We got your strawberry. We got your plain. We got your light super spreader. Cha. I don't know. I, bottom line, we can do better than super spreader. Hey, I, I know. I'm gonna get off. I'm gonna get off this topic. If you can, here's the thing. If you can come up with a better name than super spreader, please tweet the show at T J Hashtag it super spreader. No, don't hashtag me super spreader. I'm not a super spreader. I don't have corona. I'm not a super spreader. But I want to know what we can call a super spreader better than. Uh, you know, like, I don't know. Mega, mega virus place thing, getter, meetup upper. Maybe super spreader isn't ba- that bad. You got to wonder the team of individuals, there are there are government officials, there are people that we employ as taxpayers that had to come go into a room and come up with a name. Super spreader. What are we going to call this? What are we going to call this? People that are making way more money than I am had to come up with the super spreader name. So maybe it is a good idea. I don't know. I fascinated by super spreader. I, I like saying it. I'm done. I'm done. No more. No more super spreading. Um, yeah. So that was our election. Now we're watching the election in the States. I don't want to get into it too much. It's not my bag. The other thing too is for everyone else, it's uh, politics. For everyone down in the South, it is politics. It is how we shape it shapes the world. For us up here, I have to look at it as entertainment, Yes, it is entertainment that actually affects my day-to-day life, but it is entertainment nonetheless. I don't know if it's day-to-day life, but it, it, it will affect aspects I, of my life if I can't go down to the States. Um, but it is. It's entertainment. It's Red Sox-Yankees. It's watching uh, two teams battle it out. And really, I don't have a say in the matter. I have opinions on who I think should win. But getting mad at the U.S. presidential election is like getting mad at crappy weather at this point because it's going to happen whether, whether I like it or not, uh, and I can't do anything about it, you know, except wear a rain slicker. Prepare on my side uh, for whatever comes out of it, whatever the outcome is. Super Spatter. <they're singing> Super Spatter. Oh my gosh, I'm going to keep saying that for the rest of uh, the day. Now, before I get into some more headlines, I wanted to switch gears and just talk to you about Halloween. What I've been doing. Um, I'm at work. I'm doing a lot of landscaping stuff these days. And something that kills the time for landscaping is podcasts. Not necessarily like this one because you probably want to rip out your earphones and throw them on the ground destroyer iPhone uh, after listening to this. In fact, this podcast, I rumor has it may have been responsible for the Samsung Galaxy bursting into flames on the airplanes. I'm not saying that was, I'm not saying it's solely responsible um there have been allegations. Nothing's been proven. But, uh, yeah. In order to pass time, long periods of time, listening to podcasts are great. And landscapers know a lot about good podcasts. One of the ones that they've gotten me into, some of my co-workers have gotten me into, are true crime podcasts. There's this one Canadian true crime podcast. And... It's this Australian woman who's living in British Columbia and she goes over one crime per episode. Sometimes the crimes span multiple episodes depending on how severe the case is and what what other twists and turns there are. But they're all fascinating in their own right. Now, I do have a bunch of reservations on listening to this. I'm morally conflicted uh, because I'm using... I feel like sometimes I'm using uh, the grief of another person for entertainment because it is entertainment value for me. You know, I'm listening. I'm intrigued. You hear about all the grisly and gruesome events, and then you kind of have to realize, well, this was a real person. It's super tragic. Um, There was a real creep out there uh, that did some of these things. But they, but, they're, but they are. They're entertaining. They're fascinating. You wonder how people get twisted like this. Um, and credit to the host. She knows how to read and keep you engaged. And I think that's because she's a mom of two young kids. She reads her crime script with the same enthusiasm that one would read a book to read less. And I think maybe that's why it's in great there's there's like this soft intensity that that she uses when she's talking. Like uh, I'll try and do an example. And she speaks in sort sort shorter sentences too, like like the way you would break it down in a child's novel. Like John walked behind the bar. He noticed Something in the bushes. It was red. He took a closer look and realized the red was blood. It was at this moment John realized he was looking at a murder scene. You, it's, I swear it's that type of cadence. It was then he called the RCMP. The RCMP showed up. It was, and I'm not. I'm not, and that is not a knock. It is a talent to be able to read with inflection and um, enthusiasm, and to be able to keep it up for the amount of time that she does. I I, hats off to her. I'm addicted. They're all very well researched, and they, they again, the only problem I have is I find myself wondering, like, should I be, should I be listening to this? Um, for the entertainment value. But the other thing, too, is I think she does a good job with making sure we know who the victims are, we get a sense of the backstory on them and why there's a sense of loss. She tells a good story. And she's even interviewed a couple of the victims for her podcast. It's a great one. Uh, No, that was not the tape rewinding. That was me stuttering. It's also made me realize how many creepy white dudes there are out there. You know, every single one of her crimes, it's just some loner, creepy, white guy that's just off on his own. He's just loner, loser, just has no excuse, no alibi. Seems like a nice guy on the surface, but he's brimming with like disturbed things and he's just very disturbed underneath. This made me realize that I need to make sure I'm not alone ever. I need to make sure I always have an alibi. And that's not that I'm just going to commit a crime. It's just, I feel like when they're profiling these people, I'm starting, I start getting paranoid. Because it's like, you know, John liked baseball. Well, I like baseball. I hope they never suspect me for anything because I've never done anything. I think it's super hyper paranoid. It's like. The police questioned him and wondered where he was from 7 to 9 p.m. Well, sometimes I like to take drives, okay? I like to take drives. And it just it does get it gets me paranoid because there's no alibi. But having said that, I, nah, I would need a motive. You need still need motive. Still need to lay charges. DNE DNE. DNE? That's how we say DNA in Canada. DNA, DNA. (laughs) It's D-N-A. Like eh? Canadian-A. There's there's so many other things. You can't prove anything. You got nothing. You got nothing on me. Super spreader. The show definitely made me aware of just having a record of where you've been isn't necessarily a bad thing. You know? Just so... you're never wrongfully accused of anything. Eh, I don't know. Or, you know, maybe it's also just the other thing that's creepy about it that makes you even creep creeped out even more. Maybe it's a blueprint and just kind of a quick look into police procedure and how they go about doing things and uh, knowing where the cracks are. So for all the creeps out there, uh, it just kind of provides a template for them. That's a scary thought, too. There are just a lot of scary thoughts on that podcast. It's also one of those podcasts, too, that I will have to listen to. Like, I, I started to binge listen for, for a bit. You know, I, I killed like four or five hours. Then, you know, after listening to about six hours of grisly murders and, and details, because shifts, my shift's eight hours, you need a palate cleanser. It just gets it gets me in a foul mood. And so I start getting more and more and more depressed because you just hear like, no. Oh. They fanned the body. Oh, no. No. <laughs> yeah. He was only sentenced to seven years without parole. Oh, dang it. So I'll usually end up putting on a happier podcast after... Like, something, something like the NFL, which is what I'd be usually listening to anyways. Something that'll lighten the mood. And it's a good mood, especially since I'm a Seahawks fan. And we're still undefeated at this time. My final thought on this is that for all the horror movies out there, too, for anyone that says they hate horror movies and listens to cr- listen to crime podcasts, I mean, guys... Michael Myers on a good day kills maximum 6-7 teens. I think so. I think that's that's about right. Maybe 10. Like yeah, if you're going with the Jason's, I think you go 10 killings. I'm not the biggest horror movie buff. There are some people that will say I won't I won't watch it. But they'll listen to their crime dramas. They're not into horror. They will listen to crime dramas. They'll listen to, like, the grisly details of, like, the Robert Picton murders. But, you know, you can't see Michael Myers driving down the street. I don't know. I don't know what to think of that. Anyway, moving on. Moving on. I'm done. I'm done. Grizzly murders, even talking about them... Creeps me out a little too much. Just got those ominous tones too. All those podcasts have ominous tones. Like... Creepy piano just playing in the background. Anyway, I'm done. I'm moving on. I want to talk about some weird headlines. Because that's what I used to do on the old Oddly Entertaining show. And I realize I've missed that. So, these are definitely fall into the category of unnecessary noise because they're not things that you need to know but they're kind of quirky so I thought I would share them with you and here we go starting off with a report from the Toronto Sun parents named their daughter after internet provider to net free Wi-Fi Wi-Fi for 18 years Again, this was reported. I'm just reading the article. A couple in Switzerland have named their daughter after their internet service provider following a company promotion offering 18 years of free service. According to NPR. So, the son's taking from NPR. Blick, the internet provider TwiFi... Wait. The internet provider TwiFi promised free Wi-Fi for 18 years to any family that named their child Twiffa or Twifilus? Twiff. Twifus, Twiffa or Twiffus? At first, the anonymous Swiss couple, 30 and 35, reportedly dismissed it as a joke. However, the more the dad-in-waiting thought about it, the more he began to like the unique moniker. The longer I thought about it, <laughs> I don't know why that's... <laughs> this, this accent. It's just some random German one I'm putting on. Um, the more the more unique the name became for me, he told the local newspaper. There are much worse names and the more often we say Twiffa, the heartier the name sounds. Twiffa It sound The saying this savings from not paying for internet each month will reportedly Go into an account for their daughter once to use once she turns 18. Okay. So the dad admits the couple is a little ashamed over the accusations the parents sold our child's name. However, he did note Twifa is the girl's middle name and not her first, which still counts for the free Wi-Fi promotion. Okay. Alright. I feel a little cheated. If I'm the Wi-Fi, if I'm if I'm TwiFi, TwiFi? I think I'm a little cheated on this. I know you're getting a name, but you're not really. And when she turns, the whole deal of it is that once she turns 18, she can choose whatever she wants. I love the dad, though, trying to convince people, like, no, it's a good idea. You know, you say Twiffa a couple times. Twiffa, yeah, Twiffa. Mm. Twiffa, Twiffa, you've got a softball game. Do you want to? Twiffa? No. The hardier it sounds. Twifa. I just imagine I don't know what I imagine a Twiffa would look like. I hope the I the irony is like the name, the first name, sounds even way wackier, but in their minds it's normal. Like snarkin' blah <laughs> blah blah now. Sounds like were the, the tape recorder is being played backwards. So TwiFA becomes the nickname. I don't know. What is what is the thoughts on naming your wife? <laughs> if I got free if I got free subway for life, would I name my kid? Subway? Free Quiznos. Quizza, I think I think I would think about it definitely I could throw a middle name in there I don't mind whatever middle name you can say whatever you want in the middle name middle names what you really wanted to call the kid anyways but you had to you kind of had to kowtow to uh, uh, the societal norms that's the one where you, you like I mean think about how many grandparent names get chucked into into middle names just just as like token okay we're gonna name them after we will name him after the old grandpa yeah I'm okay like if I'm an internet provider I want to see a birth certificate with TwiFi and forget why why'd you call them TwiFA Twifius. Twifus. TwiFi just call them TwiFi if you're going as far as to say Twiff like if you're going as far as to say Twi TwiFi or TwiFA just, just own it. Just own the name. Just say hey. Whatever. Would you get free cars if you named your car your kid Ford? I mean, it's, if Wi Fi is the perfect solution, the other thing too people forget is that rumor has it Google has been constantly working on satellites to give the world free Wi Fi. So eventually, what we're gonna have is is a free free Wi Fi around the world. That's what I've heard. That's the that's the dream. So can you imagine, I guess, if you're Fi or twifa suddenly you really like, you turn seven, you've been bullied for the past three years straight. Actually you're probably not getting bullied. Seven's probably when you start getting bullied. You start getting bullied from seven until like, you know, end of high school. Twiffer, The the dad convincing the wife. Only to find out that there's free Wi-Fi globally. 18 years, I think we have free Wi-Fi globally. Not Groverly. Not the character on Sesame Street. Not Groverly. Globally. Twiffer. Hello, Twiffer. Twiffer has a Twitter. Why do I talk? I'm talking like Elmo Fudd. Twiffer is a very good name. I use a Twiffer to tweet. To tweet the flaws. I <laughs> sometimes I use my Twitter and I catch that wascally wabbit. Wow. That 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 was a thing that just happened. So naming your kid after Wi Fi can net you free Wi Fi. Would you do it? Please tweet me your responses. Why not? Okay, let's see what else we got here. Now, I think we can all relate to not getting the proper order, not getting the order we wanted, and maybe accidentally ordering something we didn't want. This next story, I, I found, take it took it to a whole nother level. Uh, apparently this woman, after having a few, decided that she wanted McDonald's delivered. And... She decided that she she's one of those types of people that holds everything on the hamburger. So it's like, you know, let's just hold lettuce, onions. She just wants a plain old burger. All been there when we've, you know, maybe pounded back some, need some comfort food. Well, the, the bag showed up and it only had two ketchup packets in there. She looked at receipt, and when she had typed in her order, she had typed in no pickles, no onions, no mustard, no bun, and no patty. So they, what else is McDonald's going to do? They're going to send two ketchup packets. So there's nothing really much to that story, but I just thought that was relatable. We've all ordered something, and it was just a little whoops. And made for a cute little Instagram post. That's all I'm going to say. That was news in Canada. I want you to think about that. (laughs) In Toronto. That was Toronto news that made the rounds. I like this one too. This is in Saanich. Which I think is in British Columbia. It sounds like, even if I don't know, I am I know it's in British Columbia. I want to say Saanich is in British Columbia. I believe it's on the island. No. I don't know. No. Yeah. Saanich is on the island. I nailed it. Even if I didn't know it, I would have assumed Saanich sounds like a Vancouver Island property. Saanich. Saanich. Sa- So obviously it was a slow news day in Saanich. Maybe a slow news week because I don't think they have a daily paper. Maybe they do. But driver caught going 70 kilometers an hour over the speed limit in front of the Saanich Police Department. Officer in unmarked car issues a $483 ticket Um and a week long vehicle impound. How is this? I don't understand how this is news. Like in any other world other than Saanich. like what was that editing what's the writer's room like? What's the what's the editor coming in? Okay so give me a pitch for today. Well We have nothing, sir. Um, what about, uh, what about that new building that was going to open, that new shopping mall? COVID, sir. Well, uh, what about, uh, what about that festival? COVID. Well, uh, anyone else got any ideas? Uh, you know, my cousin got a ticket, uh, for, speed speeding there, uh, right past the police station. Well, hot dang, we'll run with it. Front page, full spread. Get a big picture of the coppers and the pulling over somebody. I don't know. I got nothing. <laughs> so st- yeah, slow news day. Slow news day or a busy day in Saanich. I don't know. You decide. Pssh. That's the other thing. Maybe maybe nothing happens in Saanich, so it was such a big deal. It's such a horrible crime because Saanich is such a peaceful place that it needed to be be spoke about. They're calling it the worst tragedy in Saanich history. A driver caught going 70 kilometers an hour over the speed limit in front of the Saanich Police Department. The officer in the unmarked car issued a $483 ticket and a week-long vehicle impound. Mm. (laughs) He was going 120 kilometers. Now it is fast. It's fast. It's excessive speed. But, I don't know. Maybe he was late for work. Let's see if the article says anything. Eh, no. They just say drivers are caught frequently speeding in the area. So they're caught frequently speeding. I don't know why. Why, why is this news? It's a slow news day. It was a slow news day. <laughs> Let's talk about something more important, something that's a little more globally impacting, uh, impactful. Like Doctor Phil begging TikTok followers to stop calling him Daddy. Doctor Phil. Uh, is reportedly, this is uh, from the Huffington Post now, uh, is asking all his Twitter followers to stop calling him daddy. TikTok, not Twitter. I hate to break it to you, Dr. Phil McGraw says, but I ain't your daddy, and your real daddy is probably getting his feelings hurt. Dr. Phil McGraw popped up on TikTok on Thursday to pop off to his followers who keep calling him Daddy. This seems that a lot of people who follow his posts refer to him as Daddy in the comments, of, and he's apparently annoyed. Um, yeah, and because of the, this is the internet, everyone immediately respected his wishes. Yeah, of course, that's just, yeah, Dr. Phil. I think he secretly likes it. You have to, you have to realize that if you're gonna call people out and ask them not to do something on the internet, everyone's gonna do it on the internet. It's almost like opposite world. Like, don't call me Dr. Phil, cause I really don't like it. If you kind of leaned into the daddy thing, people would start calling you Dr. Phil. Of course, they'd probably start saying, "Dr. Phil, you're gross." Don't call. No. Ew. Really. No. I have a daddy, Dr. Phil. I don't know. Do you wear it as a badge of honor? At that time? At that point in time, just embrace it. Just like, yep. Yeah. Okay, that's weird. Just welcome to the internet. Somebody decided to start calling me daddy. But I guess if there's one thing we've learned, it's that you don't tug on Superman's cape. You don't spit into the wind. You don't pull the hat off the old Lone Ranger. And you don't call Dr. Phil daddy. My last story of the day of the week is one from ScanBC. And it is, I don't usually like to steal from ScanBC because that is a gold mine of beautiful tweets and texts. And it's already being used by Kevin Smith, a bunch of other people. It's an old. Uh, it's an old Twitter that uh, I don't necessarily... It's not mine. It's not my bit. So I feel bad about stealing from it. Sometimes I do if it's a slow news day. Sometimes if all I've got is somebody driving 70 kilometers an hour past the police station in Sanich, uh, I'm going to steal from it. So here's my last one to round it off. Victoria police are responding to the area of Quadra and Humboldt after a complaint reported a male carrying a six pack of corona and a samurai sword. A six pack of corona and a samurai. Where is this man going? So many questions here. Where is this man going? What was he wearing? Was he covered in blood? Because that is a clear indication that something is wrong. I'm just saying. You know, he's playing. Is the sword bloody? Is the sword used as a bottle opener? Is the is the sword sheathed? Like, you know, does he is it like on the side of him? You know, is it just is it holstered or has he got one hand on the six pack, the other hand on the sword? He's walking towards the center of town, like the T eight hundred. I'm going to open the coronas. I'm going to fight the coronavirus with the coronas. Why, why is he Arnold Schwarzenegger? Arnold Schwarzenegger, I don't think, ever held a samurai sword. He's held a broadsword, but he never had a, held a samurai sword. So why did I do that impersonation? Because I don't know my movies that well. I don't think he's ever held a samurai sword. Has Arnold Schwarzenegger ever held a samurai sword? I'm going to find this out right now, and I'm going to see. I think he's, de- he's definitely held a broadsword in Co- Conan. Arnold... We're going to look this up right now. Arnold Schwarzenegger. Samurai. Samurai. I don't know how to spell it. Sword. There we go. Okay, let's see what we got. Eh, You know what? No, he got trained. Okay, this is weird. I'm going to look this up. I'm glad I'd look this up because this was important to me. There are photos of him holding a samurai sword. This is interesting because he was training to use his sword in Conan the way you would hold a samurai sword. Huh. So, does this have anything to do with the man walking down the street with a six-pack of Corona probably not he's not gonna look up an obscure Arnold Schwarzenegger reference uh, it's just and I don't know it's not walking down the street and there's nothing to do with Corona I have no idea fascinating y'all all because I made a T-800 reference my mind goes to dark weird places not dark just weird just strange connections and speaking of strange connections all good things must come to an end why is that a strange connection because it didn't really have a connection so it's strange it's bizarre why would that be a connection so i'm wrapping up this podcast i'm wrapping up unnecessary noise and Thank you for listening. I guess if we're, there is to be a moral of the story, don't call Dr. Phil daddy. And when you're listening to crime dramas, pace yourself. Because you're going to feel dirty. You're going to want to take a bath. Um, small doses. That's it for me. I'm TJ. Uh, you can find me on Instagram, Twitter, at TJ uh, TJ's Corner if you want to Snapchat. I don't know if I'm using any of these things right now. We'll see. Thanks so much. I'll be back next week. Peace.